Welcome to the Yao Mega Podcast, where we delve into the inspiring stories of entrepreneurs, motivational coaches, and business leaders. Join us as we hear about their journey to success and the challenges they face along the way. We'll uncover their secrets to perseverance and determination and gain valuable insights into what it takes to reach your goals. The journey may not be beautiful, but it is always purposeful. So sit back, relax, and be ready to be inspired by those who have dared to dream big and make it a reality. Epa! Hello, everyone. Welcome to a brand new Al Mega Podcast, The Amp. And today we have an amazing, amazing guest. My friend here is been a Marine, right? He's an entrepreneur. He's a mentor. He's a coach. You know, he's a God-made millionaire. I am proud to present the one of the only, El Señor Edwin Carrion. Wepa, how are you doing? <laughs> hey, I'm doing amazing. Thank you for having me here. And to everyone listening, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever part of the world you're listening to me and to Mr. Omega. Well, thank you for coming out, Edwin, and sharing your journey and story with us, man. I, I, I was reading up on you, I'm like, wow, uber impressed. Self-made man, kudos. Woo. You know, coming from someplace else and taking advantage of the American dream, baby. Making it happen. Yes, Love it. So, so talk about those origins for people not in the know. Where are you originally from? And then what was the first entrepreneurial thing you ever did in your life? Perfect, perfect. But th thank you for that amazing intro. And uh, before I answer your question, let me just uh, fix one thing. And then I am not self-made. And that is the reason that I call myself a God-made millionaire, because I realized a long time ago that no one is self-made, that the ones that are successful, whether it's in business and relationship in life, we are successful because of the people that are helping us come along the way, because the mentors that we had along the way. So I never ever again i stopped using the title self-made a long long time ago god, and i started god. really giving credit to god and to all the people that have helped me get to where i am today and uh, i just kind of wanted to clarify that one first and uh, then moving on to, to answer <laughs> you uh, i was born in ecuador um raised by a single mother came to the united states at the young age of 12 years old uh, raised in a very humble home and those were my humble beginnings but when you ask, when did I start my entrepreneurship journey, I could tell you that as an entrepreneur, I started at the age of 15 years old or 14 years old. As a hustler, I know I started way before that, um, just kind of like when I was going to school, selling candies, selling the ice cream <laughs> that my mom would pay for. So, so as a hustler at a very young age. As an entrepreneur that I could say, I consider myself as an entrepreneur, 15 years old. Okay. And what happened at 15? What what, what, what was it exactly at 15 that you, that you did? I love that candy hustle because I, I, I kind of did the same thing. That and comic books. I was doing that at about 12. <laughs> oh, nice. Yes, yes. And I think we all go through those phases, right, where, where we try to hustle and do little things. But um, at 15 years old, my best friend at the time, he comes to me, he's like, we always love music. We love DJing. And he comes to me, he's like, hey, I got us a party. They're going to pay us $200 for four hours, hey. meaning $50 an hour. And when we're talking about a few years ago, $50 an hour for a 15-year-old kid is a lot of money, right? Oh, that's, so yeah. that, that's, that's when I started the DJ business. I, and that was like my first real venture, real company, the DJ business that lasted for like all the way until I was 19. Wow. 
Oh wow, nineteen. All right. So so what what transpired at nineteen? You know that you change. Did you change lanes? Something else came across. What happened? Yeah. Yes. At nineteen years old is when I joined the Marines. Oh, and, thank you for uh, your service. No, sure, my, my brother. Gracias. No, Appreciate thank that. you. Con ocho, you know, it was an honor to do that, and it's a huge pride of mine to be able to have served my country, to be to be able to earn the title of the United States Marine because it's a title that is earned, not given. Uh, and yeah. um, I did that for four and a half years, and then when I left the Marine or when I finished my tour of duty, I went back into entrepreneurship again. Oh, nice. What? Okay, so you come out the Marines fresh face. Now you got this military type sternness to you so what did you attack when you came out uh, real estate real estate, real estate. And, and one of one of the things and i'm sure you heard this many times you have to be the right the right person at the right time right but i think if you add one more little thing to that to that saying um i believe that you have to be the right person at the right place at the right time and it sure happened for me to be that the right person, the right place at the right time, because when I left the Marines in 2002, that's when the real estate market started to, to climb. Ooh, so I was, yeah. I was able to take advantage and ride that wave all the way to the top. And not only did I ride all that wave all the way to the top, but also I rode it all the way to the bottom because I was very, <laughs> I was very young and I was very inexperienced. So I made millions and I lost millions. I went bankrupt at the young age of 27 years old. Oh, whoa. So you were riding a nice wave between 1927 and then boom. Yes. On whoa. And how, how, did that, how did that impact you and how did you deal with that? Uh, impacted me in a huge way. And, and I could tell you right now that that has been the, one of the biggest blessings in my life, um, going bankrupt. And, and not only going bankrupt, but also coming from the Marine, being in debt, growing a business to over $20 million in assets and then losing everything and going bankrupt, going back to the beginning again. And, oh, and the wow. reason it was a huge blessing for me is because at that moment, I was using the title that you use at the beginning, self-made. Okay. At, at that moment, I was focused into the money, not into having a fulfilled life like I do now. At that moment, I wasn't taking care of myself. I was only focused into the money. So to me, it was a huge blessing because it made me realize that I always have to be humble. I have to give credit and grace to God and to everybody else that helps me along the way. And that I have to live my life to the fullest, that I have to have a fulfilled life because money is not going to give you the happiness. It's going to help you have the things that you want, but the happiness have to come within you because you're working on yourself and you're accomplishing all the things that you always dreamed of as a kid. Okay, so once that happened and, and, and you found that moment, you know, how long before you found out the, the re-spark to, to pick yourself up and start again? Uh, fortunately enough, it wasn't long enough. It, it didn't take that long. It took a few months. I was down. I was telling myself what a loser I was. How did I make that mistake? I'm never going to make money again. I'm never going to do it again. Like, how am I going to get back to the top? Like, I had my chance and I lost it, right? That's what I thought. Until um, one day, I went to a... I'm, I'm, a, I'm the type of person that loves learning. I'm a, always constantly learning, always constantly improving. Um, yes. And one of the things, that, and I always like to leave this quote, that is that as time changes, 
the good thing is that you have to improve the time, not change with time. And that is the big key in between those two things. So I always continue improving, educating myself, learning. And I went to the seminar. And in the seminar, it made me realize, like, wow, Edwin, look at everything you accomplished without having a mentor. Look at everything that I accomplished without having the, the, the knowledge, without having the training. You did everything on your own, like pushing yourself, learning yourself, teaching yourself. But also you, had, you, you were able to build Amazing. a great support system. And if you did it once, you could do it again. And the moment that I had that mind shift, that mind switch of thinking that I could do it again, the opportunities just started coming my way. And um, in 2008, so I went bankrupt, end of 2007, the market crashed, middle of 2008, um, a, a good friend of mine from the Marines comes to me, he's like, Edwin, I have a great business opportunity. Um, do you have any money? And knowing what I know, knowing what I learned, I was not going to pass out on the opportunity of listening to of listening to a business pitch, a great business opportunity, yeah. like he called it. So I'm like, yeah, what is it? So he told me what the business opportunity was. And he told me it was in the gold buying business. I asked him, how much money do we need? He's like, we need $300,000. I'm like, don't worry. I went out, I raised $300,000 in a month. And Ooh. we started into the gold buying business. And in less than two years, we took the business uh, 14 stores throughout the United States, created a franchise model. Uh, we, were, we, were, we were making, uh, uh, you know, a million dollars a month. We were, gener you know, we grew that company so fast. I was able to exit that company in 2014. I, I retired for the first time in my life at 31 years old. Wow, nice. And, and it was a great comeback uh, because I knew the mistakes that I made. And I make sure that I learn from those mistakes and don't and did not make the same mistakes again. Got it. All right. So you're talking about your retire. So that's that, you know, what's a typical day for you like nowadays then? No, no, no. Well, the retirement didn't that last long. I mean, you know, <laughs> he I, said, Hell no. <laughs> as an entrepreneur, there's always something that you want to do, right? There's always something Wonderful. new. So at that time, what happened was that I went back into doing the things that I love, which was building um into the development building multi-million dollar mansions and when i was building multi-million dollar mansions i loved that business because it had a purpose this time this time wasn't all about making money it was out what is the purpose so the purpose for building multi-million dollar mansions was that everybody wants their dream house right so i was fulfilling the american dream i was fulfilling somebody else's dream by building their dream home yes Yes. And, and, and and I started realizing that even in the prior business, in the gold buying business, that if, if I have a business when I'm serving people, where I'm helping people out, there's abundance in that. And that's exactly so. I sold my real estate development company in 2017. So I, I retired for the second time in my life. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> well, wow. And then, and then I love telling the story because when I, once I really retire on the second time in my life, what I did was like, I told my wife, I was married and I had a couple of kids by then. I had my two daughters, uh, which I loved dearly. I told my wife, it's like, honey, I'm going to be a stay-at-home dad. And she's like, a very supportive wife. She's an amazing wife. She's super supportive of me. She lets me do whatever I want, like as far as crazy business and everything else. Yeah. So she's like, sure. But what you have to do is wake up the kids in the morning, get them ready, take them to school, do their lunch. We pick up the laundry, make sure the house is... So she gave me a whole honey-do list, right? 
So I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll figure something out. Let's say, let me find something to do. Uh, am I really retired? <laughs> right. So then, you know, the, the biggest, but the, you know, the biggest eye opening for me when I heard that was that as men, a lot of us men, we do not value what women do for us, what our mothers, what our significant others do for us, because they do such a great job and, and such an amazing job and such a hard job that we have to be thankful and we have to be grateful for everything that they do in our lives to make our lives easier. Because, you know, at the end of the day, our job is to be good men, be good providers and be there for them. Absolutely. Agree. One hundred and ten percent, you know, uh, having had a, a strong wife, beautiful, strong daughter, you know what I mean? Strong mama. So I understand 150%. So we got to support our ladies, all right? So, yes, sir. So, yes. so then now you're really retired? You really stopped? Or what What are you doing now? <laughs> no, no. I'm, I, I don't think I'm going to retire, right? Because um, you always hear the same. If you're doing what you love, you're never working, right? And, and that's what I do. I do what I love. Okay. Um, I own a couple of businesses, and my businesses, each one asserts a purpose. And it's having that clarity. What what does your business do for you? What purpose does it serve? If you work for a company, what does this company that I work for, uh, what does it serve for me, right? What purpose does it serve? So once I got to know that clarity, what each one of my businesses uh, do, then it's a great tool. So I'll share those with you. For example, right now I own a transportation company. And my transportation company is my cash flow. That gives me my cash flow business. So it serves the purpose of giving me cash flow. My development company, it serves the purpose of wealth creation. It continue creating my wealth from the cash flow that I take from the transportation company. I continue creating my wealth. And last but not least, my mentoring and business consulting company, where I'm able to give back to young entrepreneurs, to entrepreneurs that have hit a ceiling, to entrepreneurs that don't know how to grow a company, how to scale a business, how to sell a business, uh, I'm able to give that back to them by teaching them the strategies, the secrets, the process that I have implemented in all of my businesses for them to become successful. I mean, you mean the stuff from this website here? <laughs> yes. It, it, this is where they could go. And folks, look how simple it is. So you got to do is visit the website, edwincarillon.com. It's also below. You could click away. You know, easily clickable for you to visit, folks. Let's talk about this website. I mean, look how dope. I mean, you have programs, ventures, a podcast, income streams. Talk about this. An author. Look at this guy. He, he got. He's doing everything. This guy. This guy will never retire, folks. Apparently, he's till he retires. He, they can't pull him out the game. He's like the Godfather. Mm -hmm. That's when I thought I was out. <laughs> yes, they pull me right back in, right? <laughs> all right. So, so talk about your books and all, like. Uh, do you have speaking engagements? What's going on in the life of uh, Edwin Carrion? Yes, very, very fortunate. Um, I, I wrote two books. The first book that I wrote is called Secrets of the Millionaire Gold Buyer. And that book was when I sold my gold buying business, uh, I realized that people need to understand uh, a type of business that is recession proof. So buying gold is a recession proof type of business. And okay. even if you don't want to take a look at it as a business type, you could look at it as, as a wealth creation vehicle, right? Like I was mentioning, each one of your things should be a way for you to create wealth. So this book teaches you the same steps, the same strategies that not only 
I was able to take a business and replicate it and grow it to 12 stores, to 14 stores and a franchise model. But it teaches you how I did that and it teaches you how to be able to invest in precious metals to have a wealth creation vehicle. And it's a type of business that it works during every session. And as you know, as we're recording this podcast today, we are headed in a recession. You know, a lot of yeah. people don't see that we are in a recession already, but things are going to get worse. And yeah, I, this I is understand. the business that is going to help you thrive in those moments. I mean, the news came out today, right? That the, the Chinese uh, monetary dollar is kind of doing a little bit better today than the U.S. dollar. It is. <laughs> it is. And it's been going on for a week. So, so that's uh, that. And then after that, uh, the second book that I wrote, which is called Nine Secrets for a Successful Life and Business, it's just that, you know, wh what are the secrets to success? Always people yeah. ask, you know, how, how do, what do you do? What, how do you do to become successful? And through my mentoring, you know, these are secrets and, and techniques that I have implemented and make sure that ingrained into the people that I mentor, but also talking to my group of millionaire friends, talking to them, we all share the same secrets and, and, nice. and they're, they're basic secrets that I want people to know and learn. Excellent. And that's why I want people to see this, the mentoring. Oh, look at that. Is that your, your, your boat right there? Because I know you, you said that in, in the bar, you're into boating, huh? <laughs> yes, yes, that, that 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 is my yacht. Yes, sir, that is that is my yacht, Beautiful. and that's that and, and we hold mastermind events in the yacht and create amazing experiences and all of that. Oh, that that, that, that that's awesome. So I gotta I gotta ask you, and, and, and folks, you gotta visit this awesome site. So you you've had you've done all this stuff. You have this wonderful journey. Is there anything you wish you could have done differently? No, I don't. Oh, look at that. Oh, man, with uh, no regrets. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, and the reason why, because if I think if I think back in my life at this moment, and I will say, you know, I would like to change this in my life, or I would have loved to do this differently, I wouldn't be here today. My life wouldn't be the one that it is today. Okay. 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 So how have your priorities changed from the beginning to now then, based on what you're uh, doing today? Uh, my priorities, uh, um, you know, they, they change um, priorities. I don't know if priorities, but I will say maybe goals, right? Goals change. So as we progress, as we improve, um, certain things that we wanted before, we don't want them now. Certain things that we value more before, they're not as valuable as other things. So my priorities now is creating ama amazing experiences with my family, with my kids, um, living being able to give a lot of value, like jumping as many podcasts as I can, because I know that down the road, down the future, somebody's going to listen to this, somebody that is going through a hard time, somebody's going through a divorce, somebody that doesn't believe in God, and they're going to realize that God is going to give us the desires of our heart. Somebody's going to listen to this that doesn't believe in themselves, and they're going to understand, oh, wow, Edwin that comes when all odds were against him, look where he's at right now. I just have to believe myself, believe in myself, and I could be successful like him because I grew up better than him. You know, I'm very fortunate enough to be to be married and just celebrating my 12 my 12 year anniversary. Mm. You know, and, and growing up without a father, by raised by a single mom. You know, oh. those odds are huge of me being divorced by now, and you know, and it's all those things all those negative beliefs that a lot of people have is just kind of leaving the legacy behind of letting them know, hey, you can change your life. 
And maybe somebody doesn't hear this now, but maybe somebody hears this podcast 10 years from now. And if I'm able to change their life 10 years from now, that's amazing for that. Yeah, I agree 110%. So, you know, when you're talking about changing lives, will you be doing any speaking engagements anytime soon in person where we could see you speak and pick up uh, some I, of these books in person? Yes, I do. I do quite a few speaking events throughout the year. Um, it just depends where they are. I know my next speaking event is going to be somewhere in the UK. Uh, I have another one okay. coming up in, in Puerto Rico, where you're from. So I have a nice hey, event coming up in Puerto Rico at the end of nice. May. But a lot of those events that I'm speaking at, they're more like private events, private corporate events or private events. Uh, but yes, I mean, follow me in the social media channels. You'll see when I have a, a, a speaking event that you're able to come to. And by all means, you're all welcome to. Beautiful. So I got I just a couple more questions here, and I love this one over here. How do you determine the difference between a good deal and a bad deal? Oh, I, I love this question. And, and, <laughs> and the reason I love this question is because um, people always ask, right? I don't know if this is a good deal. People that are starting in business, people that are getting into real estate, people that are getting into the wholesaling yeah. or people that are getting into the, the car selling business, right? They're afraid of taking that jump, that leap of faith, because they're like, oh, I don't know if it's a good deal. I don't know. So the first thing you have to do is you have to analyze what is your risk tolerance. Okay. Does it fit within your guidelines and your criteria? So to me, for example, a good deal could be 10% return on investment. So anything that I find that it gives me 10% return on investment, it's a good deal. But maybe for you, it's not good enough 10% return on investment. So I could give you the most safe, secure deal in life or investment in life that is going to give you 10%. But if your risk tolerance and is not fixed for that 10%, then you're not going to go with it, right? Yeah, yeah. So you have to figure out what is my risk tolerance. If I'm going to invest $10,000, what am I willing to risk? Am I willing to risk 10% of that? Am I willing to risk 50% of that? Am I willing to risk everything? Yeah. And then it becomes a risk to reward ratio, right? The more that you risk, the bigger the reward is going to be. Yes. And in your life, you know, what has that percentage been like? You know, <laughs> <laughs> my life is 100% risk to reward. And, and but but it, it, it's a calculated risk, right? It's, it's two things. It's a two thing. Um, the number one thing is that when I got married and I had my kids, my wife gave me an ultimatum and the ultimatum was as long as we have the house paid for, as long as we have the kids college paid for, you could do whatever you want. Okay. Like you could risk as much as you want. So I made sure that those milestones, those priorities were taken care of first. Awesome. So I couldn't risk a hundred percent then because I had to take care of those things first. Those were my milestones, right? Of course. Now that those milestones are set. Now, my risk tolerance is 100%. So if I'm going to put my money into something, I'm willing to risk losing 100% of that. But I know that I'm going to make 100% return on investment. But my risk is calculated risk. It's a calculated risk. I make sure that I, I cross all the I's. Uh, I, I mean, I dot all the I's, cross all the T's, like people say. And yeah. I just make sure it's a calculated risk. Make sure that I know what I'm getting into. Make sure there's something I have knowledge in as well. See, there you go, folks. So you hear him? So get into it. Know. Understand what you're willing. What, 
what gets you nervous? <laughs> a lot of people are very nervous about that. You know what I mean? So yeah. this, is my, this is my last one here for you because, you know, here I see your journey. You're saying you're self-taught, you know, in this sense. Beautiful on that. Just like me, like I didn't go to school for no, this, everything I've learned, you know, the school of Google. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, do you really need money then to start a business? Um, so that's a two-part question. Do you really need money to start a business? And most of the time, 90%, 98% of the time, you do need money to start a business. Okay. But the question you have to ask yourself is, do you need to have the money to start the business that you want to? And, and that's the most important thing, right? Um, a lot of people get stuck and they don't do what they want to do in life because they get stuck, oh, I need to have the money to start a business. No, you don't need to have the money to start the business. The business needs the money to be started. And going back to the story that I share after I went bankrupt, uh, after I went bankrupt, I had no money, right? But I had to start a business that was that I needed $300,000 investment. I didn't have the money. The business needed the money. So what did I do? I went out there and I raised $300,000 and I started the business. So that answers your question. Do you need to have money? No, you don't. Does the business need money? It might. There we go. So think about the business, not yourselves, folks. Yeah. <laughs> the business must survive. I learned that from a wonderful entrepreneur that I worked for that taught me things about, you know, make the business look as, look big. Let me tell you that if you looked at the websites and everything, you would think this guy had a huge warehouse. It was just me and him. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he created this whole illusion phone system. It was wonderful. And it's true. Just build it, make it happen, you know? Yes. So, and, and I dig your energy, Edwin, oh, oh, for real. And, and, and folks, the custom put it, this is how you go uh, hook up with Edwin. You can visit the website, all right? Easy Edwin Carrion is also below. Check out on Meta at Edwin Carrion 1978 and on Instagram at Edwin Carrion 78. And we got to know, what is this all about right here? Because you say, join the Startup to Millions Facebook group. So talk about that Facebook group. What, what happens? Uh, what's going on? Yes. Um, again, um, I, I'm huge in, the, in, in real estate because I'm a real estate developer. I've been doing real estate development for only 22 years now. And, um, but I became an expert in business and I became an expert in business scaling. So one of the things that I wanted to give back was I created a Facebook group, which is called a startup to millions for anybody that wants to start a business, anybody that's starting a business, you become part of this community of entrepreneurs where you could ask questions, you get um, answers to your questions and you get some teaching from me. You get some guides from me on what are the steps that you need in order to start a business and take that business to the millions. Ooh. Ooh, so is this like anyone could just ask a random question ran and they'll be answered randomly, you know, it's yes. a nice group like that or nice, nice, nice. Yes. Do you, do you do any like group meets at all? Yes. Uh, not on that group, but I do have a, an inner circle that is by hey. invitation, by invitation only. Uh, we have a, an inner circle. We have a, a, an online program, which we do group coaching and, and it's, awesome. it's, it's, it's called Startup to Millions 365 because it's a whole year program that oh, wow. it, costs, it only costs you a dollar a day. So if you're able okay. to invest a dollar in yourself so you could improve, so you could know the right steps, get the guides. And it's also for those that do not know what kind of business to start. You know, I have two types of businesses in there that it teaches you 
how to make money, how can you get your $365 return on investment right away? Oh, wow. Only a dollar a day, folks. That is less than the cost of your Starbucks coffee. You feel me? Yes. Everybody's I mean, spending like five, six dollars a day in coffee. You um, know what I mean? That's a week's worth of lessons, folks, right there. You're drinking away. How dare you? Go, go scale up to millions right here with Edwin for less than the cup, cost of a cup of coffee, your daily cup. You know what I mean? For real. And, and you know, empower yourself. Let's yes. build up. Let's get motivated. Let's inspire others. Let's build together a better world. I love what you're doing, Edwin. Just, you know, as a person that is, that is uh, inspired by entrepreneurs, thank you for sharing your knowledge with us uh, and putting stuff out there for your service and, you know, and, and, and just, you know, giving it that good old wepa. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. So, folks, once again, join the Startup uh, to Millions Facebook group. Check it out. All right. If you're interested in the inner circle, you can probably find that information over at the website. But, you know, follow over here on the socials, very importantly. Show him the love, you know, awesome entrepreneur. Ask questions away. He is there in service of the people, baby. I mean, he, he's yes, twice sir. retired, but then not really because he's still out there. He about to do his third book. Do we have another book coming, Edwin? Um, not at the moment. Not at the moment. <laughs> and, uh, the thing that is coming right now, um, as we're speaking right now, I'm actually coming live to you from Cali, Colombia. It's hey. I'm transitioning and we're moving to live to Colombia with my family for a couple of years. And oh, wow. because I'm starting to open up the Spanish market, I see a huge need, a huge lack into the Spanish market, into yes. development, business development. So I'm actually starting to work with that on that with some great, well-known speakers and companies. Oh, that's more, awesome. more of that to come. I love to yeah, man. Colombia and Puerto Rico be getting the law, man. They be you know, especially in music. You know, they support oh, yes. our gente. And, you know, we connect it. You know, so yes. I, I'm digging it. Latinos Unidos, let's make it happen because that, that's yes, what it sir. should be. We'll be we'll be so powerful. <laughs> People don't realize that we just you know stop no. stop fighting. All right. So I really appreciate your time, Edwin. You're awesome, folks. You know what it is. Again, I already all the socials are below. Be sure to check out. You know. Uh, my extended family over at comiccrusaders.com and also at undercovercapes.com. And if you love what you're hearing here, all you got to do is subscribe and turn on notifications when I speak to amazing entrepreneurs like Edwin. All right. Thank you again, Edwin. Hasta la próxima, mi gente. Much love. Wepa! Bye. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the Out Mega Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed listening to the insights and stories from our guests. Remember, success is a journey, not a destination. At every step you take, no matter how small, no matter how small, don't give up on your goal. And keep pushing forward. Until next time, thank you for tuning in and stay motivated.